Hello, hi everyone, and welcome back to the High Connect Podcast, a weekly podcast where all we do is collect stupid, rare PE sneakers and launch the craziest sneaker membership websites in the world. And hey, no one does that better than my guest today, creator and operator of Soul Steals, Mr. Scott Skinner. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, Scott. Thank you so much for coming in today, dude. I, I'm. I wish we could have got you in studio because that would have been awesome. But uh, you know, we haven't actually met, which is kind of crazy in the last four years of you know uh, buying boxes and stuff from you guys. I know, man. You should have flown me to Hawaii, man. <laughs> yeah, I should do that. You guys do visit every so often. That's why, right? Like you and the team. Yeah, once in a while. It's just been hard to get there now. Um, one of our guys just tried to go out there too, and he didn't get the COVID test in time, and he missed his flight. It was all bad. So, what? Once things open back up to the fullest, then we'll be back out there for sure. Oh, okay, okay. I feel you. That's awesome. Okay, well, uh, you know, I got to ask this first question because you know a lot of the viewers and stuff are gonna want to know. Mr. Soul Steals, how many times have you juiced my Soul Steals mystery box that you sent? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. How many times do you think I have? I, I think zero, man. Honestly, like what people don't realize is like sometimes there's boxes where I'm pretty close to break even. And so if a box was juiced, you know, I would be expecting to make like thousands and thousands of dollars. But sometimes it is break even. Your, your so. phone just broke up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you still. Can you hear me? Yep. Your phone just broke up. You said that there, there's some times where you just break even on the boxes. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's that's what I was uh, mentioning. There's times where it does feel like it is break even. Yeah, so here's what I will tell everyone that does this. And you can you can agree with this, too. Mm-hmm. There's, whenever you ask for a box, right, uh-huh. it's already made. <laughs> so if you didn't buy it, someone else would have bought it. That's exactly. It's not like we have this. We have this. Let's say twenty five hundred dollar box, and we're like, okay, Bryson just bought it. Let's throw an extra shoe in there. That's not how it works. (laughs) And so that's what I've been trying to tell people. And like the only thing that you could say is like, hey, or like I would sometimes I'll hit you like, yo, I just made a sick ass box. Mm -hmm. Do you want it? And you'd be like, yeah, sure. And if you would have said no. Someone else would have bought it. Exactly. It's not like I would have taken out a pair of shoes <laughs> and be like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, that's so exactly right, that, man. That's, that's the biggest misconception. And you, you pay for every single box. You, anyone that does business with us, we don't give anyone anything for free. Yep. That's not how we roll. Yep, exactly. And so that's one of the things that I really love about, you know, you at Soul Steals and also Derek with Soul Supremacy. Like, you guys are very, very, like, transparent about everything. Like, yes, I paid for every single box. I've mentioned that multiple times, but, you know, some people are always just, like, they're, they're going to yeah, be, like, conspiracy think- people and think, like, oh, no, no, something must be going on in the background. But it's like, no, <laughs> that's definitely not happening. I mean, sometimes I do wish yeah. that was the case, you know, where I was getting free mystery boxes. But if I ever had one, like, from a different company sent over, I always say that it's free. But that's so I start the videos by saying I purchased or bought this box from uh, Soul Steals or Soul Supremacy. Yep, no, nothing, nothing's free around here. The only thing free we ever give away is when we when we've given those boxes away. I'm pretty sure that yeah, that dude Josh, 
he won the 10K box or something. Which, which was, crazy. yeah, which was insane, man. You And that's what I really love, you know, and that's why I'm happy to have you on the podcast too. Is like, you guys have, even though you don't like hook up boxes and stuff or like, you know, juice things for me, you guys still like uh, see value, I guess, in the Untied Hawaii channel. And, you know, we do are able to do these collaborations and stuff where we can give away like a 10K mystery box, which is freaking insane. Uh, <laughs> and like uh, other things like that too. I still remember that Red October box that we gave away too. There's some crazy stuff that you guys have done, and I just always appreciated that, man. Yeah, we've done some bonkers stuff together. It, yeah, it's we're, pre- due, we're due for one other one. Oh, yes, very, very soon. So uh, let's let's get into some of the history and backgrounds of uh, Soul Seals, then, if you don't mind. Um, honestly, because I haven't had a super long conversation with you about this, and I'm not really sure about the origins of Soul Steel. So, when did you guys actually first like create the site? Or, I guess we should go even back before that. When did you and uh, Derek partner up, and how did that happen? Okay, so I'll just give you the quick rundown. So, I used to have my own website. Um, it was Tier Zero um, at Tier Zero, TierZeroShoes.com, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I started when I was like probably like 18 or 19. Um, and I would sell shoes on there and I've always been the guy like, Hey, I'm going to sell these shoes for cheap, not make a ton of money on them, but I'm going to keep it pushing. I'm just going to move units. That's always been my goal. Mm -hmm. Right. And then one day I was driving home and I was like, man, I swear I could charge people 20 bucks a month to shop on my website. And the light bulb went off on my head. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a good idea. I zoomed home. I built a whole new website for everything. And then I launched it, right? Mm-hmm. Did fine. Like, cool. All the, my current customers signed up, whatever. Two days later, I think, it might, not even two days, it might even been the same day, I get a call from Derek, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Because Derek, like, that time of Soul Supremacy was prime Soul Supremacy. And for Derek to call me was weird. And he's like, yo. That's a crazy idea. I want in. I was like, okay, what you thinking? He's like, you you have the idea. I have shoes. Like, he had a super surplus of shoes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll, I'll drop the shoes. You run the site. And I was like, okay, run it. Let's do it. So that's how we became partners. That's it. Jeez. And honestly, like, uh, what people don't realize is, like, you were one of the first, or not, if not the first person to create, like, this idea of a membership website for sneakers. Like, I don't think that was done prior to Soul Steals. Um, there was one which I didn't know till after. Oh. Who actually, they have me blocked. They have me blocked on Instagram now. I think we were just talking about them too. Okay. I'm not even gonna mention. Their yeah, name. don't don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> they, they were so salty, like and like Soul Soul just blew up compared to them. I think, and mm. yeah, it's just I think there's some salt level on there that we just did it better than them. <laughs> well, that's not that's a testament to you, though, man. Like one of the things that I've gotten from you is like you're very like the story when you're just telling us, you know, about you rushing home as soon as the light bulb went off. I feel like that's always been like the drive that I get from you. You know, like once you get excited about something, you get excited and you like, you know, act on it. It's yeah. not like it's a pipe dream and you're like, oh, yeah, someday we'll do this. You know, it's like, no, I'm going to do this like now, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I like to keep keep moving i like to innovate like even like just this whole website you can tell that i just do things differently and that's always what i've been about yeah exactly man and so that's so you've always been in the site right so you don't have like a college degree or anything in business either oh god no (laughs) i I graduated high school with a 1.7 gpa I thought you needed two at least to pass. Uh, no, because I, I got I failed the classes you didn't really need to pass 
Okay, well, that's awesome. That's even better to hear because, you know, there's also this huge misconception where people think like you still need to go to school, get a four year bachelor's degree and then go get an MBA in order to start a business. But seeing people like you, you know, killing yeah. it on your own um, and even like figuring out the back end of like how to create like a website and stuff like that's honestly pretty impressive, man. Yeah, and uh, I can't spell for shit, but I can spell. I can sell shoes pretty damn well. <laughs> right, that's a, you definitely can, and that's what you got to lean into, I think. Yeah. So, uh, and it's fun. Go ahead. Oh no, 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 go ahead. Oh uh, no, I was just gonna say it's funny too because when I first built the site, I was using a mixture of apps, and those two apps that I used actually saw what I was doing with their two apps, and they actually teamed up after. So, like anyone who does a miss or. Uh, a membership website on Shopify now, yeah. they owe me a check because those two are those two combining together was because of me. Really? Yeah. Very, true story. Wait, this is through Shopify that you've done this? Yeah. Yeah. So I did everything through Shopify and I kind of just tweaked certain apps to make it do what I wanted to do. And those two apps saw what I was doing and they teamed up. They're like, what hey, the let's cross promote each other. Wow, dude, that's insane. See, what is this? Yeah. Like a 1.7 GPA out of high school starts a website and then has like these multi-million dollar corporations like, oh, wait, that's a good idea. Let's let's copy this kid, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I even had a buddy of mine who started a website and he said his developer actually just looked into the back end of SoulSteel to see how it was done. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have charged some residual or something on that. Too bad. I, I know, right? <laughs> All good. I mean, you're making enough from the shoes and stuff, which is amazing. So we can kind of lean back into that a little bit more. So you know how, like, you had your um, tier zero and stuff. How did you end up, like, finding your original, like, you know, people? Was it just you grinding on, like, Instagram and socials or you doing, like, local yeah. meetups? Um, I used to buy a lot from Derek. That's how me and Derek knew each other. Mm -hmm. And then... um. Yeah, I mean, it was just grinding, just buying shoes locally. I was I was in a very small town, and like 30 minutes up from me was like a bigger city. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I mean, I would just buy all the shoes out there. Like, that's how I would get a lot of stuff. Like, mm. I would just, because I was like the only guy who would just go and buy shoes. So I kind of monopolized that small city. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. And so did the social media blow up for after? Or like, because like, you have a lot of followers, man. I think... On your Instagram, it's like 200-something thousand, and you, there's a yeah, lot like of members as well. 000. Yeah, it, it, the, my, my Instagram count drops every day, like, just how the, uh, Instagram's a whole other beast. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, I think I was at, like, 30K on my own personal one, mm. like, my Tier Zero account. Um, so, that I mean, that helps. Like, if you have that amount of followers, you're going to sell shoes as long as you're doing it right. That's a good point. Yeah. And people think, you know, you need millions and millions of followers. But as long as you have a loyal or like, you know, solid base, I think that's that's more than enough. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. OK, well, that's really interesting to hear, man. And, uh, you know, one of the things with you, too, is you don't really like go out and like actively try to market soul deals and stuff either. Right. No, I'm not, dude, I'm, I'm too busy, man. Like th this soul steel stuff is a lot of work and anyone who's trying to do a membership website and thinks I make it look easy, like, yo, it is hard mm -hmm. to do this. I, no, I, I, I am agree. right now. I'm, I'm a one man show. Like when it comes to running the actual site, it's only me. That wait for real. I, I thought that was just, you know, I, I thought yeah. that was just you saying that, but I didn't realize it's actually just you. 
No, it, it is actually just me. Like, so, I, I buy shoes. I buy much more shoes than Soul Supremacy does for Soul Steals right now. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I, I put them up, and I answer the emails. I do the social media. I, I do everything, pretty much. Jeez, and you know that's why uh, people need to hear that though, because it's like I see you getting like these like comments and stuff on like some posts, and they're like, "Hey, answer your freaking emails," you know, or this guy has bad customer service; he's not answering the emails. But when you hear like you know it, it's just a one man operation, you gotta like still deliver these shoes, you know, ha- have it packed, make sure that it's the boxes are going to the right people, uh, back back site on you know the website and stuff. It, you know, and you emails and stuff, you still have time to answer that. And you answer, I feel like, within a pretty timely manner. So, it, you know, when people get mad and stuff, it's just like, what do you what do you expect? You know, if it's a one man operation. I know. I hate emails. <laughs> you and Derek, it By seems like. I hate them so much because nothing good comes out of them. Emails? Nothing. And not, yeah, nothing comes good out of an email when you're in this business. That's a that's honestly a good point, man. And I give you guys a lot of credit because you know I I sell sneakers on my own website and stuff just to like just do it. It's not like I'm a sneaker store. I just resell stuff. But um, even for my emails and stuff that I get, dude, I open some of that stuff and I'm just like I don't even respond because I'm just like this, I'm not like a brick and mortar or you know or like it, I don't they're not paying like for memberships and stuff either. So it's like. Sometimes I just don't respond because the questions that they have are so ridiculous. Like this guy was getting mad at me the other day because uh, I switched from USPS to UPS, <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Now wow. it's taking now it's taking uh, an extra like three days to get to me." And I'm like, "That what? That you know how is that my problem? You know I had to switch like." And he's asking me to switch back because of that. It's like one person you want me to retool everything that I like switched over to. You know, it, it's kind of just ridiculous. Yeah, some things just aren't real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you guys try your best and honestly like uh, the things that you're doing is always like forward thinking i think man like uh when did you create the app for soul seals that was a huge game changer i think for you guys yeah it's a pos of an app but i mean it works (laughs) like that that was hard and now it was expensive because we are through shopify but i still needed the locks and stuff like that to be integrated with the app so i think that was like three years ago Mm. um and yeah, I mean, it doesn't look great, but it, it's functional now. So, and I'm trying to make it look better, but it, it, it really is hard. That's, that's something I wish I had more focus on. Well, it, it, yeah, but it, I mean, it's also like, that's uh, the first thing, I guess, also that you didn't like do from scratch yourself, right? I'm sure you hired like app developers yeah. and stuff just because it's too complicating to like learn the back end. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. And yeah, yeah was, I honestly uh, think that's another one though, because you know, like not too many people are now that I'm thinking about it, there's like zero sneaker shops that actually do apps and stuff as well as, you know, the website itself. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I actually really like the app. Um, the notifications and stuff are really good now. I remember before it was like, we'd get like these test notifications <laughs> and it would be like, okay. Yeah, I- no. <laughs> now, cause now, now I know when something's wrong, like I know, oh, okay. I have to update my push notification certificate. Like there was times where I just didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And now, like, okay, I don't need to run a test app. I know what's going on. Once that's done, then boom, we're good. I know. So it's it. that's why from, like, our perspective as, like, customers and stuff to see, like, the evolution, I honestly think that's pretty dope. Because now you, like, have it to a T where uh, you guys are doing, like, these uh, quick strikes where you, you put out the little lightning emoji, yeah, you click on the notification. Yeah, shock drops. Exactly. And so that's why you have that lightning emoji. Yeah. You click on that. And, you know, that's where the shoes and stuff are. And the checkout process is actually very, very fast, which is great. 
Yeah, and I don't even need to tell people what it, what the shock drop is. I just fuck. I just put that emoji, and everything's gone. Yeah, that's true. It does a lot of quick, man. It's, it's does it blow yeah. your mind sometimes when you look at it, Scott? Like that the thing that you created from when you were nineteen is like now this massive beast. Yeah, I think about it sometimes. I think it's pretty cool too. And I just I, I always say I don't sell shoes the most expensive, but I definitely sell them the fastest. In the most volume, I want to say, like, I don't think people understand the amount of volume in shoes that you're doing, which is key, I think, to the entire, like, you know, Soul Supremacy and Soul Steel's business is just that volume. Yeah, I, I honestly don't think anyone's selling more shoes that, to keep it a buck. Besides besides the obvious, I don't think anyone's selling more shoes than me. That Yeah, yeah. And it, it's crazy when you think that it's just a one-man operation, too. And even from that perspective, it just blows my mind. And there's so much things that you have like going on in the background, which I wanted to talk about too a little bit. Like I just saw that you posted up something that you guys are having like massive plans for Soul Steals, where you're getting three times like the drops or something. Yeah. So like Sunday drops are probably going to be like 500 pairs soon. Oh my. Um. What else? Um. Uh, we're gonna try to do weekly drops. Like, during the week, like, every day, like, today, even today, like, I'm going to drop, like, 50 pairs, like, something light, but, I mean, hey, it's still something during the week, which, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, it, the volume's going to get crazy, and I'm going to stop beater boxing so many shoes, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to start listing them. Like, oh, so, nice. Like, yeah, so I'm going to take the time, I'm, I'm trying to streamline a process, I'm, I might have another guy coming soon, cross my fingers, um that someone's going to come in and once that happens it's going to be off the rails like it's going to be bonkers yeah because I, I i never thought about it that way too where if you wanted to do even more volume just stop the beater box stuff you know because that's usually like eight to ten pairs of shoes right there and you guys are dropping like you know yeah 20 30 40 boxes so that's you know times that that's hundreds and hundreds of shoes um but pe- people, like, again, dude, they don't realize, like, people used to comment on my videos and stuff, Scott, and they were like, this uh, mystery box stuff has to be fake because why would anybody just, like, uh, create a box worth of shoes, you know, that is worth more than the value that you're paying? And, again, the key thing is volume. Convenience. Convenience and volume because when you guys are buying out entire collections and stuff, you're buying every single pair. And you guys know the value of, like, the Jordan 1s and stuff, so those are obviously not going to be mystery box as much. Um, but just the ability to move things quickly and have fluid cash, that's what I was trying to, like, voice the people. And sometimes they didn't get it still. They're like, that doesn't make sense. Why would anybody just give away free money, though? Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of our goal, too. It's like, hey, we sell shoes that you can make money on. Like, it's cool to let people make money sometimes. Like, it keeps them coming back. And, and with the beater boxes... Uh, I'm, I've been having a hard time selling them just because I've been making so many of them. I think mm. like within the last two months, I've sold like 700 beater boxes. Holy. <laughs> That's sweat. a lot. Like it, it, it's been wild. Um, and I just don't want to burn out that idea too. Like, you know how it was like beater yep. boxes would sell out so quick. Yep. And I think like just people can't either turn them quicker or the, like, it's just, I'm just putting out too many now. So now I want to slow down on that sell them individually obviously every single shoe in that box will sell if the person knows what it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, i've done a couple of test runs on that i've done like some the, i call them like random skew drops or new skew drops or whatever mm-hmm. um and it's working so the the volume is about to be absolutely bonkers i see and no and that makes a lot of sense man because uh you know I think for like the average uh, 
customer and consumer and like reseller, you know, that are buying these mystery boxes. It does take like some time to sell. Like people assume like, oh, as soon as you open the box, you're like making your profits back, you know, and it's like automatic money. Uh, that's definitely not the case. Sometimes it takes a while. So if you're trying to use that money, you know, from that uh, reselling to, you know, buy another box, it does take some time. So when you guys are dropping like 700 or something, like you said, <laughs> I can see why some people don't have the yeah. bankroll in order to buy the next one, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like, I, the one that pisses me off is if I sell a beer box or a high box. And I've literally had customers send me the bid payout for each box. And be like, how am I supposed to make money on this? Like, bro, did you really expect to click seven buttons and sell everything <laughs> I just sold you? <laughs> That's the hype boxes mainly because those were like all the DS ones, yeah. Dude, like, yo, like that's that's not that's a handout. Like, I'm not I'm not giving handouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's literally free money. If you want to put the work in, I'll give you. You can make some money, but don't come over here and like literally say I've I, I was even if I took the bids right now, I would lose money. Like, bro, you're joking, right? Because from a business standpoint, and this again, this is I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the people like they just really don't know. But from a business standpoint, that would make no sense because if it really was just seven clicks of a button, you could do that yourself. Like, you know, that doesn't make any sense why yeah. you would sell it for anything. Yeah. So yeah. these people is unrealistic. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of part of the culture, you know, we live in now, Scott. It's like uh, instant gratification, you know, people want and like quick flipping and like they want to find like things that can get rich quick schemes. Like, I, I think yeah. that's kind of like oh, yeah, what's going on with. Right yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about that. You know, like uh, some of the stuff I understand, like I think Derek is really into the cards and stuff, but you're not into uh, selling cards, right? No, I'm not into anything other than shoes. I, d- I don't understand crypto. The card market I thought was a bubble and I was pretty much right on that one it's going down now i've heard yeah he said um he said the volume in which things are selling are very high uh-huh. like there's still more cards being sold now than ever uh-huh. but the prices aren't bonkers like you remember that phase it was like a card was like tripling in value overnight exactly that's, that's not happening anymore right 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 and now the newest thing i think is like this nft stuff which i'm assuming you're not into either right don't understand it. <laughs> Neither do I. Man. Everyone's telling me I have the perfect platform. I have the perfect everything to do it, but I do not understand it. So I will not be putting my money into it right now. <laughs> and I'm busy as shit. I don't got time for that. If I got time, if, if I got three hours to learn about NFTs, that's enough time for me to put up another hundred pairs of shoes on SoulSteel. I I love the commitment to one special craft, man. Like rather than you know dip your fingers into all these random like get rich quick schemes, you're just like, nah, I'm good at selling shoes. I'm gonna sell all of these shoes. This thing is not a bubble. It's not gonna pop. You know, I could sell shoes See, for the rest of your life. That's my thing, though. Too like, hey, I may be just in this one industry. But my hands are in different things. Like, I sell clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I still get cards to sell. I sell samples. That's a whole nother game. Like, there's different areas that I have my, my, my hands in. Like, my, my giant basket is still this culture. But I have different eggs that mm-hmm. will still be good in this culture, if that makes any sort of sense. Oh, no, 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 it definitely does, because it, it does all kind of blend together a little bit. Um, but then there are, like, yeah. far-reaching outliers, like cards and clothing and shoes don't really match as well, you know, or NFTs don't match as well. But obviously, like, if you have a pair of shoes and you have, like, Travis Scott, like, merch or whatever, those things go together because it's still, like, uh, fashion, I guess, in a sense. So that makes sense where you can yeah. sell those. Or, you know, like, cause figurines and stuff. It's the same kind of, like, culture and market. 
Um, and that's why, yeah, you know, exactly. yeah, because that's one of the first things that I remember, like, you know, when you guys were doing Soul Seals too, like, it's insane how, uh, you know, around I've been to kind of watch your evolution. Because originally, you know, you guys were just doing like some beater boxes here and there and selling a couple shoes. Then you ended up getting the idea to do the hype boxes, which again, nobody was doing at the time. And you're the one that was like, you know what? Let me mix this like uh, Supreme stuff, this Babe stuff and shoes and sell it in the mystery box as well. Yeah, and I think at the beginning too, I was even letting people choose their sizes and stuff like that too. Like you could literally tailor the box you wanted. And that didn't last long because, oh, my God, that was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days, man. That, that was ridiculous. And that's when the Asia market was crazy. Oh, so I'd yeah. have some Asian retailers, like, wiping me out a size small. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's, it's growing pains, though. You learn. And the thing is, you're always like, uh, yeah. at least you, like, understand. Like, okay, well, I got to pivot now. And the ability to pivot is, like, yeah. something that some people don't have, like, the like foresight to do you know they're too stuck in their ways and they're like no no this will work if i keep hammering at it but you're like if something's wrong you just switch you know you switch it up and you I'm make very, it better yeah yeah exactly um and also with that uh you know the hype boxes and stuff i think back then this was like around 2018 2019 when you, we were uh opening up a bunch of these because you were you know it was just starting up uh, all of these other companies started jumping on that same bandwagon right after too which i noticed it's yeah. like it's like everybody's sure. eyes are just watching you guys and they're like, Okay, that looks cool, let's do this now, you know? And there's like never any credit given or, you know, anything like that. It's just like, Okay, I'm, we're just gonna take this. <laughs> but they never do it as yeah. good. They never do it as good. No, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. So I definitely I'm watching, trust me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But and there's definitely people like uh, like uh cool kicks who made their membership app, blah blah blah. But they even like copy my pictures now and they use the word <laughs> shock drop like bro be subtle about it please but, I, I, you you heard my uh, spiel about cool kicks and i think you know some of the listeners and stuff know my my beef with them too like these guys blocked me from instagram and all of this and they're like literally like a carbon copy of what you guys are doing and i'm just like over here shaking my head and then they're over here threatening litigation against me and i'm just like okay <laughs> This is ridiculous. But I mean, again, you know, the the culture is weird. That's how sneakers, I guess, and stuff are. People are just like, whatever, you know, in it for themselves. But that's why I really like you guys, because people will think like it's just like a maybe like a facade or a smokescreen where it's like, nah, we want to help, you know, you guys make money and stuff, too. Um, And they just like maybe think that you guys are trying to like virtue signal or something to make it like seem like you guys are better than you are. But honestly, you guys have been ke- keeping it consistent and it on you have like sparked a lot of like resellers because of the model that you guys have done because there is some room left over for these other people to make money. People like myself, you know, I feel like I'm a big testament to that. Yeah, yeah because originally, I, go ahead. No, no, I'm, go ahead and finish your Okay, no, no, I was going to say uh, originally, you know, I was like, uh, I bought boxes and I was just trying to like resell them for money. And, you know, the YouTube thing was just an afterthought. It was not something that was going to take off in my head. I mean, it ended up doing way yeah. better than I ever expected, but you literally made out, you guys made a career for me on the YouTube scene. But also, I realized even if I didn't do the YouTube stuff, I look at like my profit loss for uh, just mystery boxes. It's I, there's good money just from that. Like I was like, you know, even if the YouTube didn't work out, I still would have been like a, you know, a person that buys boxes from you guys because it's very, very consistent. Sometimes there's going to be harder to move boxes than others, but for the most part, there's always profit there. For sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I just feel like there's no one in the world right now who sells as many shoes as I do at the price I do. There's no one who, who like, 
like my homie um, Ben from P Town. Oh, I love he Ben. Shout out to Ben. Prices. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that guy. Um, so he sells good shoes at good prices, like like I do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there is no one even close to selling as many pairs as we do than than me. Like, and that's straight up. That's yeah. That's not a, like a that's not a humble brag or anything. It's just a facts, man. Um, and that's I, that, a fact. It's facts, and people don't even like they take all of this stuff for granted. Like I, I, t- I think I talked to you. Um, you know, there's like always people like trying to do the come up and stuff, and they're trying to em- imitate still to this day. Like create the membership, and they're like, ah, oh, Soul Steals is doing this amount of members. That's how much money they're making. Like we can do this too. But I'm always like, man, there's no way you can match the volume. And if you can't match the volume, you're not going to be siphoning members from, you know, Soul Seals where they're going to pay your yeah, membership now. You're not going to make your members happy. Your, your members are going to be pissed. Yes, exactly. Because they're, they're not going to be copying often. Um, whereas for you guys, you know, you could have just been like, ah, oh, we'll do the very minimum. But you keep pushing it to, like, support the growth that you guys are doing so that more people can cop. And the volume is there, so everybody gets like you know at least something from the drop. Like I'm assuming that's a goal. It's not going to be possible like every single time, but I would say at least a couple times a month you're going to be hitting. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it it depends on who you are too. Like the people that complain are the people going for the <laughs> the on three hundred dollars under market. Oh right. Work. Like <laughs> yeah. Like even I knew but that I, though. I, when I was trying to cop single shoes. Go ahead. I do the same names every damn week. Like it's like it's obvious that the people who go after the stuff where it's not like a super come up are the people that are gonna win. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go for the shoe, everyone else is going for. You're gonna lose. Exactly, and that's a, like the thing that I realized right away. You know, like I would look for like the fifth or like seventh best thing on the uh, list because I didn't want to compete with that. You know, so that was always my thinking. And again, this seems like all common sense kind of stuff, but some people just don't get it. You know, like they get mad, like, oh, shoot. Now that I tried to get that Travis Scott, all everything else sold out in the meantime. It's like, obviously, dude, you know, <laughs> like if you're going to spend yeah. your uh, resources there, it's a very minuscule chance you get it. Um, and then at that point, everything else is going to be gone because everybody else went in different directions. Yeah, and that's why I do those salt drops now, too. It's like a dollar for <laughs> a crazy shoe. It's kind of like a shot at fools, but at the same time, like I actually enjoy doing it because like if I drop it at the same time as I do the regular drop, there's going to be so many people going for that come up where it's going to be so much easier for the realistic guys to mm-hmm. actually hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought that was so funny. So, it, like the main salt drop sounds cool, too, and I can drop was. my salt emoji. I'm <laughs> I crack myself up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also funny because, like, you bring this to, like, the attention of the people, too. Because, again, you're transparent about it. You're like, this is not something I'm hiding behind, you know. I think it's funny when people act up like this. Or you guys do put people on blast sometimes where they're acting a fool, like, overly. Um, and some people need that reality check, you know. Like, if nobody ever checks them, they're just going to keep doing the same stuff over and over. Yeah, like that time I door dashed a dude a Snickers bar when he sent me a crazy email. Wait, what? Like, oh, you actually did that? Oh, you didn't see that post? That was like my best post all year. I, I thought that the was a joke. Said, <laughs> no, he sent me a wild ass email. And I, I looked up his email and I have his address, obviously. So I door dashed him some Snickers bar. Because <laughs> you, you're hungry or whatever the thing is. Here, eat a Snickers. Yeah, you're, you must be hungry. Here, have a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling 101, oh, man. Oh, I, I don't know. I crack myself up. I'm, I'm, the, I'm my own best friend. 
I, dude, it, well, I love it though, and this is what I've been trying to like push you to do for like multiple years. You know, I was always like, why the heck don't you get into like more comedy skits or like you know put your face behind things more? Because when you were doing them, it was hilarious, you know, and I was loving it. And you just like, ah, it's not really what I do. But I'm like, shit, you're like a natural comedian. Yeah, no, but I mean, I used to do YouTube back in the day, like. Like 2010 had like 4,000 subscribers, you know. No freaking uh, way! What is? Wait, what? Swear to God, yeah. No, I took everything down though. You won't find that. Ah oh, shit! What, uh, what kind of content were you making? Just do stuff. Yeah, it was sick. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm just I'm not about that. Like I like the making it is fun and making people laugh is fun, but I don't want what comes with it. Mm. You mean like the the comments like, and stuff? Like I, no, well, not only that, but it, one, it's a full time job. Two, like oh. I don't want to be at sneaker cons shaking hands and kissing babies. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm just not about that. Like, I like my privacy. Mm. Um, yeah, that it's not. It's just not my gig. That makes sense. That makes sense. And that's, I mean, that's always how I was too. You know, like. Uh, I was blessed that the YouTube ended up taking off and all of this stuff, but I, I was never that kind of person that wanted that level of attention and stuff, which is why I pivoted to the other businesses and stuff. And like the YouTube is more like my secondary thing now, uh, just because I never liked that kind of notoriety and stuff too. It, it's just kind of weird for me. I feel like I'm very introverted and I, I kind of think that you have the yeah. same vibes too, even though you're pretty outgoing on camera yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Once you know me, I'm a cool guy. A lot of people think I'm an asshole, but like once you actually get to know me, I'm 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 cool. But I'm just not, I'm just not the kind of guy to put myself out there. I'm pretty, I'm kind of introverted when it comes to that. I feel you. I feel you. And you got your you know your family and stuff to worry about too, which is important. You know, you don't have extra time. You wanna once you're done with the shoot stuff, you you know you want to go take your kid to play baseball or you know go to the backyard shoot some hoops or something. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm probably the most proud of is that I've done this business at a scale that not a lot of people have done, and I've never missed a baseball game, and mm. I'm, a, I'm a great dad, and yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Dude, I know, honestly, like, uh, you were on, I, I've mentioned it many times, like, I'm just super, like, every time I see you and your kid, that boy is, like, in love with you, like, he looks at you like you're his damn hero, which is freaking cool, and, like, as a dad yeah. myself now, <laughs> I'm like, friend. shit, that's where I need to get, you know, like, damn, <laughs> the way that kid looks at Scott, I'm like, shit, my boy needs to look at me like that when he's growing up yeah man that's my best friend in the whole world that's um, awesome man and, you and a lot of people said you should you should do youtube with your son i was like hell no mm. like i see that kid like ryan's toy review and i just say man that kid's gonna be screwed up in the head when he's older and i i just don't want that at all uh i i 100 agree with that man like he's making bank and you know he has like this fame and whatever now but there's definitely going to be some repercussions to it. Like, we know social media, dude. There's so much haters and stuff out there and just weird stuff. And if you're not, yeah. like, if you grow up with that, like, that's that's hard to move away from eventually down the road. Um, and sure. I, that's why I like, you know, that you're outside and stuff with your kid, too. It doesn't look like you're, like, making him play video games and just staying inside oh, no, all the no, time. I don't, I don't get down. I don't get down like that at all. I'm, I'm big on no iPads, stuff like that. Like, I can't stand going to restaurants and seeing, like, the parents eating and the kids stuck on an iPad right. playing freaking Minecraft. That shit drives me bonkers. Right, right, right. And that's why you guys are, like, always outside doing stuff, like riding bike or, yeah. you know, shooting the basketball. Right on, man. Well, I, I, again, that's a big testament to what you're doing. And, you know, you got the daughter and stuff, too. And I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing. But you guys, even though you have, like, these responsibilities as kids and stuff, uh, you're still pushing the envelope, like, on a daily basis for the amount of work that you're doing, too. Which is, it's, whatever your work-life balance is, it's um, impressive, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with it. 
for sure. Uh, okay, so a couple other things I, I wanted to try to uh, get your take on. When did you actually start collecting sneakers for yourself, and what, like what what drove you to go to sneakers in the first place? Uh, middle school is where when I started, um, and then like hardcore like high school, and then it became a living at like. Um, uh, what was it? When, when my son? When was my son born? Once my once my uh, wife got pregnant, mm-hmm. um, I quit my job and started doing it full time. So that was 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. That's when it became my job, and I was collecting heavy those first couple years. Like once I was making some bread, um, yeah, it was it was fun. My collection was pretty bonkers, but now like I. I had to calm down. Like, once you see as many shoes as I have now on a daily basis, like, <laughs> dude, I'm done. <laughs> I was just going to ask that, too, like, your sneaker collection and what's that look like? Because I know that you, uh, we kind of, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, the PE and stuff. You had a shiz ton of PEs at one point. Like, oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, I sold them and I, I, and I bought my house. Oh, really? That's how it happened? Yeah. Whoa. And that was the best purchase I've ever made. Whoa, you sold PEs to buy a freaking house. That's insane. Yeah, no, I yeah, and, and I live in California, so that was a that was a big chunk. I feel you, man. I feel you. So, how do you get like to that point where you're like getting all these PEs and stuff cuz I'm assuming, you know, you've talked to like celebrities and, and things like that. I'm guessing in the DMs because you got like sizes no. and stuff that some people can't get. I don't like dealing with those fools, to be honest. Really? But um, you have yeah. had them hit you up, though. We don't need to call out any names, but I'm assuming it has For happened. Sure. Right? I mean, I'll, I'll call out some names. I don't give a, I don't care. Um, Talking to you, I've Drake. Sold <laughs> I've sold shoes. Oh, the, the funny one. Here's a good one. Here's a quick story. For yeah. you. This is a funny one. DJ, DJ Khaled, um, he bought a, um, what was it, a Splatter 4 off me. Okay. Right? And um, he... He got it. He posted it like Drake gave it to him. <laughs> I swear. And I was like, oh my God, you're a bum. What the heck? That's so messed up. Oh no, Dude, you never was, put him on blast hilarious. until right now. That's awesome. No. Yeah, no, it's classic. <laughs> See, even the even the celebrities are still ch- uh, clout chasing. Isn't that weird? That's so weird. Yeah, you know? it's, it's kind like, of depressing. Oh, my God. There's no way he just did that. Yeah, I know. And this is the guy who um, he gave uh, Benjamin Kicks a career, you know, DJ Khaled. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, we can talk. We can talk about that one on the on on an off podcast. So if you want to know the story on that one, holla, holla at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the cool thing about you. You got all of these things in the back, but it's not like you put them on blast. Oh, you bring up a name, I got dirt on them. Yeah, and that's crazy. But again, like you don't you don't put them on blast though, which is you know great to see because some people will look like we said we're gonna clout chase, and it's like oh if you're gonna like you know bring that up then you could definitely get a lot more uh, followers and all of this stuff because it'll bring attention, but you're just like, nah, it's okay. I got it in my back pocket, and I know it for myself, so that's what's important to me. Um, so you don't have a major sneaker collection anymore then? No, I don't. I mean, like, I, I still have some stuff, uh-huh. but it's not it's not, not close to what it used to be. Like, I don't wear samples myself now. Uh, like, I, I've i switched it up a bit. I, I feel the same way, you know? Like, I definitely don't do the amount of volume that you do, obviously, but just from seeing so many shoes and different types of shoes from the mystery boxes and, you know, having, like, some of the more expensive and rare pairs, there's, like, definitely, like, sneaker fatigue or something where it just becomes, like... I, I don't know. It doesn't. You don't have that same like feeling, you know, anymore when you get like an Air Easy Two. It's just like, oh, it's just another one, you know. Yeah. No. And, and when you've seen the stuff I've seen, like <laughs> exactly, like, we live. We're in a 
we're in a never satisfied culture. Like you'll never be satisfied with what you have. Mm. And so like I've touched the craziest shoes like ever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, what's the point of this for me anymore? Mm. You know, like I'll never top that. Like I've had, I have, have had literally everything. And like my job is to sort and sell as many shoes as I can. Like I'm literally surrounded by shoes right now. The last thing I want to do when I get home is look at more shoes. Ah, uh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And people are like, you know, like, oh no, you, if you're not a, uh, if you're not into sneakers like that anymore, you're not a real sneakerhead. And I'm just like, mm, no, I think it's just you've never dealt with this kind of volume. <laughs> where it's like, yeah. it honestly yeah. just does feel because it's always like for you too. You can get any pair, you know, like it's there's no chase anymore, which a lot of yeah. people usually have. And so like a grail for them is like honestly very very hard to get. But these things, these are like you have like four or five of these at one point, you know, like those. I think yeah, I had one picture. You had that uh, your dining room table or something just had all of the samples set up or something, right? Yeah, all, I, I like I, just a bunch of bangers I put up, like something bonkers. <laughs> yeah, I remember that picture. Like two, like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars on the table. <laughs> in shoes, that's so wild, man. Because I don't yeah. think there's a shoe that you haven't seen in person, right? Like there, there must be very, very few, and they must be like one of ones kind of stuff. Yeah, like I mean, I've had like slums. A bunch of Paris's mags, both mags, the the auto lace, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really not much that I haven't touched hmm. before. And so with that sample game, because I, I used to consider, or well, you, when you were doing samples a lot more, I was considering you as like the sample king, right? You'd had all of these things. Um, how how does that business go? You know, it must be like only a very very select clientele can afford those. That's why. Yeah, I still do it. I'm just off the Instagram about it just oh. because like fools like watch it. Like they watch my Instagram now. What do you like? Th- oh, like, like the guys like, that are supplying like, stuff? Like fools at Nike. Like the, the sneaker police thing is real. Like really? I posted a shoe and got a call five minutes later. Like, yo, my guy just hit me. Why'd you post that? Whoa. Like, yo, it's like spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, I still get it. I'm just much more quiet about it. How how do you move stuff like that then though? Like, you know, if you don't have like a open audience to is it just the recurring buyers and stuff? Like the same people like Yeah, recurring buyers. Like I just like we I sell stuff in China now. Like they're not gonna see it if I try to sell it in China. Mm. Um Yeah, or I'll sell it to another reseller. Like, hey, here's a shoe. Mm. You can make some bread off this. I don't you can post it. I can't. Would you say that the PE uh sample market and stuff is that like your biggest like or before, you know, before the like uh, advent of soul sales, was that like your biggest profit to have shoes like that and sell it for, you know, X amount of dollars over? Yeah, for sure. Like, really? It's like, as, yeah, like I was making bread at one point. I mean, I still am off of like, just samples and stuff. Yeah. And the thing was, so what I what I did wrong was that and this this goes back to the egg basket thing. Mm-hmm. I would. I was making money selling samples, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't even got to sell a GR anymore. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm making $1,000 on this shoe. What am I going to do? Make $50 on this shoe? Mm-hmm. And then once I started really pushing samples, Soul Steals was slipping. Oh. And I was like, okay, so th- I can't do that. Like, this is this was my main, this is my baby. So I was like, okay, why can't I do both? And that's what I did. I was like, okay, I can still do this. 
and do soul steals. And I stopped focusing on samples so much because that stuff is always going to sell for me. Mm. And I put, I put my, my heart back into soul steals. And that's why the last year, year and a half soul steals has been popping. Mm, I see. Cause you refocus back in on that. That's why. Yeah. It's like, why, why can't I do both? Like, so what? I'm only making $50 on this shoe, but I can still, I still got time. Yeah. And if like, you're making $50 on it times a thousand, you know, that adds up real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just twiddling my thumbs waiting to sell a sample. Okay. Well, it's like, I got cocky. Like, Oh, it's not worth my time. But like, shut oh, up, I see. Just, just sell the damn shoe. <laughs> you bum. <laughs> I love it. I love the self-deprecation right there. But yeah, because yeah. the sample seems so hard, man. Like, honestly, there's only like a handful of people that can buy those things. That's why. So you really are just sitting on pairs that are $20,000, $30,000 in your house. And you're just chilling, 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 you know, until there really is somebody yeah. that wants that. Yep. And so that's but, just a patience game, I guess, because, you know, like you said, you can make some good margins. It's just you got to wait. Yeah. And I mean, I was getting really good at it. Like a lot of like there was a time where I was just so on a roll, like literally text message gone, text message gone. How? Like, what the heck, I man? Was real good at it. <laughs> I think your net your networking must skills must be really, really good in order to do this, you know, because that's something that you, you not pe funny? many people can do. When soul when I first started working with Soul Supremacy, right, they were getting massive amounts of shoes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I know someone who wants that. Boom. Sold. And another shoe. Oh, I yeah, no, I got someone for those. And Derek was like, "Yo, how do you remember that stuff?" And like, dude, my memory is so garbage. But when it comes to being like, "Oh, oh, uh, that this dude wants those for sure," like I know it. Like I know like different different people. Like like my friend Kyle, like one of the Soul Seals members, Kyle. I sell him directly now sometimes too because I'll be like, "Oh, this is for sure a Kyle shoe," uh -huh. and uh, I'm great. And, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, for sure, give me those." interesting so it's just like some kind of like weird business awareness you have or like whatever yeah, it may be i don't know what it is i guess maybe it's a spidey sense i don't know maybe i got bit by something <laughs> radioactive sneakers <laughs> yeah, yeah radioactive sneakers exactly <laughs> but yeah no I'm, I'm i'm just good at that kind of stuff i don't know what it is i i can't remember anything but when it comes to that stuff it's kind of weird man it, yeah i don't know for whatever reason because i was always like no nah, this guy's like the pe king and you know you got guys that like flaunt or whatever and they put up like one pair of like pe's or whatever and then you you just doing multiple like there's like five of that same pair and i'm you're just like super low-key about it you know and that yeah, was always no, like I, what I, the heck yeah i have to be quiet about it now but i mean hey it, it's so as long as it still sells and everything sells hmm and would you say that, um, like the, so how's the clothing and stuff aspect of that goes, you know, like how you're dabbling and you were talking about like, uh, you, you know, diversifying is the clothing and stuff have good margins as well? No, small margins, but we can push units. Ah, uh, I see. So it's supplemental to the sneakers again. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe I'm making 10, 20 bucks on a shirt, but God, I can sell the hell out of a shirt. Okay. Everyone can buy a shirt. Exactly. Oh, that's a good point. It's like 20, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whereas a sneaker would be like, you know, multiple exactly. hundreds of dollars. Ah, I see. See, this business acumen, man. You got to you gotta open up your own like school or something, online course, uh, how to be a reseller. Nah, nah. <laughs> Too many people take my ideas for free now. If I give them someone, someone smart enough will push me out. That's true. That's true. Everybody is taking your ideas for free. Okay, wait. Before we get into that kind of stuff, though, I want to ask. There's always you on your uh, Soul Steals account, on your stories, throwing away, I think, Daniel Arsham stuff. How, what is that? <laughs> what is going on with this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a meme at this point. Dude. 
Oh, dude, it's so funny. I have so much of it. I uh, I can't really talk about that. I'll t- I can tell you personally. Oh, okay. But uh, I probably can't talk about. It. Let's just. I have a. Sh- I have a ton of broken arshams. Like <laughs> that. Just pretty much. That's it. Like you want. You know his Pikachu's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I got like six of them bad boys right here. With all the tails are broken. How and how much is how much does one of those cost? Dude, I I like brand new is like three thousand, but hey, what you know, broken tail one still what sells for a stack. Dude, that so you're literally so, throwing away like three thousand in the trash because it's just straight up br- busted. Yeah, like those those hourglasses are absolutely shattered. <laughs> Yeah, I like how you just give no context to it. It's always you're looking at your feet, and then you have the box in your hand, and you just throw it in the trash, and that's it. He hit me too. He's like, "Yo, where are you getting all these?" Shut the heck up. Daniel really? Arsham himself. Yeah. Wow. He messaged me, and I was like, "Man, that you don't need to know that. I just want to tell you, you have a major packaging issue." <laughs> He's like, "No, we only have a a point seven five uh damage rate i was like bro you've literally seen me throw away 10 of your hourglasses what are you talking about that's How are awesome you tell me you don't have a packaging issue <laughs> you just straight put him on blast when he's like reaching out bro, you're like you do better <laughs> no that's a, the, every at the beginning that was the caption was do better yeah yeah i think that's and what I it was think, like because people follow me and they probably sent it to him oh uh... it. it was like yo what the heck is going on i was like man you don't need to know where i get it from all you need to know is that you need to do better. Mm, I see. And that's kind of nuts because especially, you know, for an average collector or something, 3000 to the average collector is expensive. That's a lot of money, you know? So if they receive yeah. something damaged from him, that would be brutal. Yeah. Mm. So it, it, it's pretty funny, but yeah. Like, I love that. I love I, that. Meme I find it hilarious. <laughs> I want to see. You could just, you should just collect all the pieces and just glue it together into one really, really like <laughs> obnoxious piece you know, of art. I did fix one of them. It was, it had some like water in it or something like that. I still have it somewhere. <laughs> well, I won't toss that one. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll toss a bro, uh, a good one in there and be like, "Fuck, that one wasn't broken." <laughs> see, you just do it for fun, right? At this point, it's just entertainment. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I, I, I like it, man. See, exactly. This is the kind of stuff that's fun with your account, too. You know, you, you don't take it, like, so much as a business. And I think that's important where uh, people like you and Derek, you know how Derek is, he goes on Twitter rants or whatever sometimes, kind of loses it. But <laughs> I think that's important, you know, because even though you guys are a shop, you guys are also people, you know. And so when people come at you like, oh, you know, like you guys are like multi-million dollar corporations and stuff with, like, you know, people that deal with customer service, like, paid to do that it's just you guys behind it you know and so putting those people on blast and stuff is really like humbling i think for some people yeah and i've taken that approach to soul steals too like some people will say some crazy shit in the comments and uh, i'll fire back now even throwing it that's what she said once in a while it's pretty (laughs) freaking funny (laughs) and what do they do at that point oh they just laugh like what are you gonna do you're gonna fight with the guy who just made a funny (laughs) that's a good point like one guy was they were talking shit about sizes and one guy commented i'll just take any size at this point (laughs) and i was like that's what she said (laughs) she got like three thousand likes something bonkers that's awesome and again it's just because you know that's a real person it's it's you which is kind of insane because you never ever post like yourself or your picture on uh the soul steals one it's just you know, you have your own images that you make and all of that stuff. Um, yeah. But you can still feel 
the person behind Soul Steals through those comments or through those stories where you're just throwing st- shit away. I, that's what I love about you guys, man. And that's why I love, uh, you know, uh, P-Town Kicks as well because he puts flavor behind it, you know. I think when people get too serious about the sneaker stuff, they like it, it just gets ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if you've ever seen Wendy's Twitter, but that's like my inspiration. Oh, I have. They're like pretty good about that, right? Whoever the marketing manager is, it's always like they're um, just trolling. Yeah, it's hilarious to me. I was like, man, I need to get on that because I know I'm a funny guy and I need to, I need to step up, step it up on the <laughs> Wendy's level. <laughs> I like it. It turns into a meme. I wish you were on Twitter more because that's where you could just go on rants like Derek too. <laughs> I know. I, I should probably get on Twitter. I told everyone on on uh, Instagram to follow me on Twitter. And if I would have got a bunch of followers, I would have for sure got back on. Oh, I see. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things that not a lot of people really use. That's why. Um, because it's hard to clout yeah. chase on Twitter, you know. So that's why a lot of, like, the casual people it's and stuff don't use it. It's hard to clout chase on Twitter. You know, like, um, oh, yeah. yeah, there's not no such thing as, like, a fa- Twitter fame or, you know, like, a Twitter social media person. So that's why a lot of yeah. people don't use it because they're just like, oh, whatever. What's the point, you know? And, uh for the average person right like who doesn't have a following if they tweet something it's just in the void and they'll get zero likes and stuff and that's not fun for them so they just don't use it yeah yeah but it is funny you know i I, your rants on instagram and then watching derek get mad at people on uh twitter about ebay stuff it just so makes me happy (laughs) i love yeah that's one thing that people love on my my personal is my instagram rants it's pretty awesome and you don't advertise your own personal account either right but there's a lot of people no, that follow I, you on there I still like to keep it separate uh, okay okay i didn't know like, if you wanted me to tag that I one i think i follow myself uh, yeah i don't know how i found it i think it, there maybe might have been a one time where you did some like repost on your own story or something and then some people caught yeah. on from that or something i just don't know i don't know what it was but yeah it's that's grade a stuff over there i love it <laughs> classic <laughs> okay uh well other than that man i mean i just wanted to touch on one last thing you know like for my perspective are you a sports fanatic and stuff as well or are you not really into the sports scene as much i i like base i like i watch baseball it's the only sport i watch really um, okay i'll play i'll play anything like i can hang at any sport you want to play um but yeah, I, I I don't watch it that much. Like it just makes me want to go play it more. Okay, so because that's what I was gonna ask. Because I vaguely remember, I'm not sure what this was, but did you have an opportunity to play like professionally or something, or you were good enough in certain sports? <clears throat> no, God. Oh, no. okay, okay, okay. Hey, was... Maybe a water boy. <laughs> but you're God, no. okay. But baseball is your thing. That's something you played in high school. I'm assuming. Yeah, I play. I like me and the guys still play softball stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um funny story actually so the first time when i first started at soul like it was maybe like the second week um derek was had a pickup game at his house like a mini ball game okay and i'm 220 pounds and i can jump like a mother fira no way oh my god and they were like they no, no one knew that and i go hard like people get mad at me um and then the first time i get a i think it was an alley-oop I slam it, I lose my balance, and I fall through his fence. The first time I've oh, ever had it out. You broke his fence. Broke his fence. <laughs> and was everybody Classic. laughing or like oh mad? Oh my god, yeah, it was so, so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> I love like, that you guys I'm do that kind of stuff, though. It's so too, funny. Like, yeah. Because you guys used to do those like, things on uh, your Instagram, too, or Soul's Instagram, where you guys would like race in the parking lot and shit. 
Yeah, we used to race. Derek's pretty fast. I think I'm like third fastest. Third fastest. But like, if there's like a group of 220 pound white guys that want to race me, I'm winning. Like, I got wheels. <laughs> I've seen the races, man. It's freaking hilarious. I miss that shit. You guys got to go back to racing again. That was awesome. <laughs> I know. Good stuff. Good time. Or it was the other one was uh what was it? You guys had the like the mini basketball hoop in the shop and you just casually oh, yeah. dunk on people. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shit's awesome. You guys keep it so yeah. fun over there. I love it. Yeah, we do. We we have good times. Good times. Do you ever think uh okay, this is probably my last one for you, man, and I I don't know if this is conflicting, but would they, you ever like separate from the soul supremacy stuff or you guys join at the hip at this point? Um, I think we'll always be together. Mm. Like uh there's like talks of me moving and stuff like that, but I think there's always going to be Soul Supremacy, Scott Skinner, Derek Wu. I think there's, there, it'll always be there. Mm, okay, perfect. That's what I like to hear. That's why. Cause yeah, I mean, it, it is evolving into this point where it's basically like two separate businesses, you know? Um, yeah. Cause you're just there, you guys both are at massive scales and stuff already. So it could, it could happen. And that's why I'm like, I wonder if that is a thing in the future, but you guys just seem so like, you know, in it together and stuff, which is amazing. Uh, and just, you know, supporting yeah. each other's causes and stuff, which is awesome. So that, that's what I wanted to make sure of then, I guess. Yep. No, we're good. Perfect. We'll, we're, we'll be together, man. Perfect, perfect. I love it. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. And uh, just I just want to say personally, you know, while we're recording and stuff, uh, again, I do attribute uh, a lot of the success, uh, like 90% of the success that I've had on YouTube, thanks to you and Derek, man. Like, the the I don't know, whatever for whatever reason, just, you know, you guys, like, creating this mystery box stuff and creating a platform and then you know even believing in me to like do these like crazy giveaways and shit like honestly dude you guys have like changed my life and i want to fly up eventually to cali so we can hang out and shit in real life <laughs> so hopefully yeah, that does happen one day but yeah man I, I just i'm just very appreciative of you guys you know like uh i don't i don't know if i say that enough or if you guys have heard it but i just want to make sure that it's it's said yeah, no problem, man. Don't don't give anyone credit though, but yourself. You're the one to put the work in. At the end of the day, we just shipped a couple boxes. To you, right? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I don't know. I'm just I'm just always grateful for that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, thank you again, Scott. Um, and yeah, w thank you for uh, jumping on the podcast. Uh, thank you for everybody listening today. We will be back again with another episode soon. So be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications. Until next time, though, stay safe, stay humble, and stay blessed. Aloha, guys. We will see you on the next one. Oh, Hana means family. I just watched that movie for the first time. I was like, oh, shit. That poncho sits. That guy's a poncho. And that's how the podcast ends, boys. <laughs> All right, bro.